This is Cashflow Ninja, episode 244 with Michael Pinto. Welcome to the Cashflow Ninja, the podcast sharing how to create income streams and manage, multiply, and protect your wealth in the new economy. Here is your host inside the dojo, MC Laubscher. Hello, Cashflow Ninjas. MC Lobster here, and welcome to another episode of the Cashflow Ninja. I have a great show for you today, and in today's show, we're going to look at the coming bond market collapse and how to survive the demise of the United States debt market. My guest today is Michael Pento, the president and founder of Pento Portfolio Strategies. He also produces the weekly podcast, The Midweek Reality Check, and is an author of the book, The Coming Bond Market Collapse. Michael is a well-established specialist in the Austrian School of Economics and a regular guest on CNBC, Bloomberg, Fox Business News, and other national media outlets. His market analysis can also be read in most financial publications, including the Wall Street Journal. He also acts as a financial columnist for Forbes, a contributor to TheStreet.com, and is a blogger at The Huffington Post. Prior to starting Pinto Portfolio Strategies, Michael served as a senior economist and vice president of the managed products division of another financial firm. There, he also led an external sales division that marketed their managed products to outside broker dealers and registered investment advisors. Additionally, Michael has also worked for an investment advisory firm where he helped create ETFs and UITs that were sold throughout Wall Street. Earlier in his career, Michael spent two years on the floor of the New York Stock Exchange. Please share your feedback and thoughts on today's interview. You can let me know your thoughts on Twitter by tweeting me at MCLobsher or by email at info at CashflowNinja.com. And please remember to join our mailing list by signing up at CashflowNinja.com or texting CashflowNinja to 44222. To ensure you never miss one of our episodes, you can download our free interactive smartphone apps on the Apple and Google Play app stores. I've also created a Cashflow Ninja investment group where I share opportunities that I'm investing in with my fellow investors. If you're interested in joining this group, please email me at info at and we will continue the conversation to see if you're a good fit for our group. I've always thought that if there are only a handful of people that have built indestructible wealth in any economy and market, why are we following the advice and doing what the majority of people are doing that are struggling financially? My friend Dave Zook says, you can be conventional or you can be wealthy, but you need to pick one. At the Real Asset Invest, Dave and his company create value for investors looking for high yield returns from real estate ventures domestically and internationally. To learn more about the exciting investment opportunities the real asset investor offers, such as the syndication opportunity at the Mahogany Bay Village in Belize, investment opportunities in the multifamily space in the United States, and ATM syndication opportunities, visit cashflowninja.com forward slash real asset investor. Are you interested in real estate investing but don't know where to start? Join Ops Properties as the premier provider of turnkey lease option investment properties. With their proven system, you can have cash flow within 30 days. To get cash flow within 30 days, go to joinopsproperties.com. The wealthiest investors on the planet know how to capture their wealth and leverage it to perpetually grow it. If you're interested in learning the premier strategies of the wealthiest individuals and families on the planet, you can access an educational webinar at cashflowninja.com forward slash be the bank. 
Michael, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Michael. Could you please share a little bit about your background and journey with my listeners? Okay, well, it's been a bit of a journey. I've been a licensed professional since 1991. I've been managing money since 1996. Uh, I spent a little time on the floor of the New York Stock Exchange. I then became a senior economist for two very well-known firms and started my own shop here, Penta Portfolio Strategies, in 2012. And uh, I record a weekly podcast. I manage money for a living based on an inflation deflation model. I have a show called the Pentonomics Program. And now I'm on with you, Michael. So I really appreciate the time. Absolutely. And of course, the author <laughs> of the book, uh, The Coming Bond Market. Oh, jeez. See, I do, so, I do so many things. I forgot to mention that. Uh, yes. yes, the author of the book, The Coming Bond Market Collapse. I wrote that in 2014, a little early. Because I never, in in my wildest imagination, fantasized that you'd have trillions of dollars of negative yielding sovereign debt and even negative yielding corporate debt in the world. So the the book was a little bit ahead of itself, but still, the bond bubble is going to collapse. It's going to be uh, absolutely devastating, and uh, we'll get into that a little bit more in the show. But uh, yes, the coming bond market collapse, do avail yourself of that book. What are you seeing currently out there in the global marketplace and the U.S. economy and in the equity markets? Well, I've uh, gone on record for quite some time now, about three years, saying we're in the the biggest bubble ever in the history of bubbles. It's a global bubble in nature. It's not just the U.S. dollar that's in a bubble. It's a global sovereign debt bubble. I mean, currently right now, we have about $10 trillion worth of negative yielding sovereign debt. In other words, governments are borrowing money and paying you back no interest and less than your principal. That has never before happened in the history of the world. And what that means is that since every free market price is is based off of or is a function of that risk-free rate of return, everything is now in a bubble. And just look at what's happening in the United States. Let's just focus on the United States for a second. Certainly not an isolated case, but let's just focus on the U.S. for just a moment. The fact that we have a treasury, a 10-year treasury note yielding 2.3% means that we have engendered a bubble in the stock market, the bond market, and the real estate market. So we have record amount of debt margin-wise on the NYSE. We have a market cap to GDP ratio right now that's 140%. So the total value market cap of of equities as a percentage of the economy is 140%, Michael. The average in that ratio is 50%. We have only been above that figure one time. That was at the tail end of 1999 and the beginning of 2000. That was at 150% of the economy. And we know what happened after that. We're at 24 times trailing gap earnings on the S&P 500, but it's not just the United States where we have record home prices and record bond prices and record uh, and record low yields and record stock prices. Look at look at the European market for a second. The European has a uh, bond market, junk bond market, yields less than Treasuries, less than U.S. Treasuries. Think about that for a second. You can buy the riskiest junk in Europe, and that's a risky continent, believe me when I tell you this, the riskiest of that debt, and it's yielding less than treasuries. Then look at Japan, for an example. Their 10-year note is 0%. 
that's the target rate, zero. That's what they want. The Bank of Japan wants 0%. This is an insolvent retirement home at the island of Japan. So we're in a lot of trouble here all over the world. And we'll get further into it in the interview. But just, you know, for people who have retirement income, retirement savings, and they want to preserve that, that cash flow, you're about to get blown up in a big way for the third time since the year 2000. And you better start thinking about uh, rethinking your buy and hold strategy because you're going to need to do so in spades in the next coming quarters. You touched on the debt, and mm. governments are all completely bankrupt. States are bankrupt. Uh, municipalities are bankrupt. Towns, pension funds are pension, pension funds, funds, yes. And that's where, I'm, that's where I was headed with this because there uh, would be a lot of our listeners listening, uh, especially in California and New Jersey, with a lot of pensions, mm. there's teachers' pensions, firemen's pensions, police pensions, a lot of these state pensions. How does this play out for these folks? Uh, what is going to happen with regards to this now unraveling pension crisis, which is really- well, they're going to default. Well, there's going to, Michael, there's going to be a default. It's either going to be an explicit default or it's going to be an implicit default. In other words, they're going to say, listen, we owe you uh, a pension of $80,000 a year, for example, if you're a teacher or a fireman policeman we owe you a pension of that and you're going to get half that some you know 0.5 divide by two or we're just going to monetize the debt away listen the the, the the problem is that after 2008 collapse all these pension funds they switched to fixed income because they didn't want any exposure to the equity market they're, they're, they're promising a return of eight percent per annum and they're getting two percent per annum and they're getting this very low return because of very low bond yields and then they also have some equity exposure but the equity exposure is increasing at the very worst time possible. So we're going to have another recession, but this next recession is going to be much, much worse than, than any other recession we've ever seen in this country because we don't have the bullets in the chamber. The Federal Reserve has interest rates now on the Fed funds rates at one to one and a quarter percent. Maybe they get to two percent by the time the recession starts. That's only 200 basis points. And the Fed's balance sheet uh, 200 basis points of, of uh, ammunition that they can take out of the of uh, that they can fire off. So they take back the 200 basis points or back to zero. But the last recession we were at five and a quarter percent in 2006 on the Fed funds rate. That can be taken all the way to zero. The Fed's balance sheet was 700 billion in 2007. Now it's four and a half trillion. So there, there just isn't the 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 immediate salve to fix the problem once this recession starts. And the recession is going to start from the stock market, as I said, that's 24, almost 25 times earnings. It's, if you look at total market cap to GDP, median PE ratios, price to sales, this is the, the most or the second most ex expensive market in history. And when it collapses, it's going to wipe out all the pension funds. Remember, they're 8% per annum. They, they, they have... Uh, in their models to make them solvent. Well, they're going to have a huge issue when the, when the market drops 50% for the third time since the year 2000. What are they going to do? We're, going to, we're talking about helicopter money. We're talking about negative interest rate policies. They're already starting to talk about going to a, this is why the Federal Reserve, by the way, is enam so enamored with Bitcoin. But they're really not really enamored, enamored with Bitcoin. They're enamored with blockchain because they want to go from a a paper currency to a digital currency. And in that way, they can make interest rates negative. In other words, your money's in the bank or you can spend it. There is no hoarding of cash or savings. 
which is why I love gold so much. So, you know, once Powell comes in and good friend comes in, the next recession starts to uh, overtake the economy. That's when you're going to see some of these things happen. But they're not going to go from, uh, you know, right now, I believe very strongly, Michael, that the Federal Reserve wants to prick this equity bubble. They realize the monster that they've created. They wanted to uh, engender a recovery in the economy after the last recession, the Great Recession, circa 2009. By creating asset bubbles. Well, they did so in spades. Right. And now they realize they want to rein in this bubble. But, you know, what makes them think they can take the stock market down 10% and it'll stop there? It's just not possible. It's going to go down 10% and it's going to go down 30% and then it's going to go down 50%. And then the Fed's going to have to step in and start lowering rates. You know, they're not going to go from raising rates to lowering rates in a day. So there's a process here. The market's going to absolutely melt down before the Fed gets around to helicopter money and and NERP and uh, universal basic income. These are the things they're all going to try, but there's a huge uh, time lag. You know, it could be several months. And look at the carnage you're going to have in the stock market in the interim. So, you know, you have to understand where we are. This is a total, totally uh, ephemeral ersatz structure underneath these asset bubbles. Central banks are now taking back their stimulus. They're going to pop these bubbles. And it's going to be a uh, watch out below. What will be the big uh, prick that, that takes down the, the equities bubble? Well, it'll be what it always is, Michael. It'll be a flat or inverted yield curve. So right now, the yield curve has about a, a, a 60 basis points difference between the 10-year note and the two-year note. So the Fed fund and the 10-year note, as I mentioned, is 2.3%. Uh, well, the Fed funds rate is one to one and a quarter. So as you can tell from four more rate hikes, so we're going to have one in December, and there's supposed to be between three and five in 2018. Well, just take the bottom number there. It's three. So one in December, three in 2018. The Fed funds rate goes to two and a quarter, but the 10-year Treasury, which has done nothing but go down in 2017, isn't going to go higher in yield when the Fed is aggressively raising rates. It's going to be falling in yield. So you're going to invert the yield curve sometime in the latter portion of 2018, in my opinion. Not only that, but you have central banks that are going to be going from $120 billion worth of stimuli each and every month, going from $120 billion to zero in October of 2018. You know, the Fed's going to be selling $50 billion of their balance sheet in 2000, by, by the October of 2018. The ECB, the European Central Bank, will be out of QE in 2018. That's going to leave just the Bank of Japan. And assuming they don't pull back, which I think they have to, otherwise the yen, the value of the yen is going to collapse. If the if the Bank of Japan pulls back a little bit, then you're going to have, like I said, 120, 120 billion a month of stimulus to zero. So there goes all of the air, all the jet fuel that's been forcing up asset prices comes all the way off. And you have an inverted yield curve. And you have no more central bank stimulus. You talk about a collapse in asset prices like we've never seen before. And that's going to bring about a recession like we've never seen before. And then you're going to have central banks forget about the value of, you know, forget about the value of fiat currencies. You know, right now they, they're maintaining their value. First of all, they're measured in pairs. So it's hard for the dollar to go down against the yen or the euro because there were all these central banks are doing the same thing. But citizens have faith in fiat currencies right now. That goes away, I think, a very good chance that it goes away in 2018, because if they can't sustain a viable economy with Fed fun, a Fed funds rate at 
and um, the ten-year Treasury at two percent, and the Bank of Japan can't have uh, provide a viable economy at zero percent ten-year note, and the European Central Bank can't can't provide a viable economy when the German ten-year note is 03 percent. I mean, if, we, if the if the citizens understand, we can never normalize interest rates without collapsing the economy. Then there's going to be no faith left in fiat money. It'll have no. It'll lose its purchase power in spades against precious metals. Not just Bitcoin, which, in my opinion, is a is a scam. It against precious metals, and then you're going to see inflation run out of control. So we're in a we're we please don't be lulled to sleep by what's happening today. You're looking at un, unprecedented chaos as the central banks have the hubris to believe that they could raise the level of debt. You know, don't forget, let me just under, let me just make this very clear. Why am I so negative? We did, we fixed nothing in 2008, 2009. We didn't deleverage the economy. The economy added $70 trillion worth of debt. China went from $6 trillion in 2007, $6 trillion worth of debt, to $30 trillion in debt. Japan, that all-time record uh, debt to GDP. U.S. went from you know uh, uh, went from about 40, 50 percent debt to GDP to over 100 percent debt to GDP. There's been no deleveraging in aggregate. There's been a, a massive re-leveraging of the economy and a massive rebuilding in asset bubbles. So, so the idea that interest rates can normalize as the hubris that the central banks have is ridiculous. But they have to because they realize the the bubbles they created are unsustainable. So either we hyper in, hyperinflate or we have a massive, a massive deflationary depression. And that's why I had built this firm, by the way. That's the genesis of this firm. I manage money in the investment style of hedging against inflation and hedging against deflation. Because those two, two uh, opposite uh, dynamics in the spectrum are going to be devastating in the future. You're listening to Michael Pinto on the Cashflow Ninja podcast. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. This is MC Laubscher, the host of the Cashflow Ninja podcast. As you may know, I'm also the president and chief wealth strategist of Alhalla Wealth Financial. We help individuals, families, small businesses, entrepreneurs, and professionals build their wealth outside of Wall Street and help investors maximize the use of every dollar in their personal economy and boost their investment gains. We do this by combining the capital and investments with the financial vehicle of the wealthy according to the infinite banking concept. If you're interested to learn more about privatized banking and the infinite banking concept, you can access an exclusive webinar at cashflowninja.com forward slash be the bank. You're listening to Michael Pinto on the Cashflow Ninja podcast and are back to our interview. So how does uh, the average person and how do listeners protect themselves? Uh, what are some of the strategies and uh, portfolio allocations that you guys are looking at uh, in your, at your firm? Well, I'll tell you one thing, Michael. First thing we don't do is buy and hold stocks and bonds, especially when they're both in a bubble. So we, we look at – we have a model that I created myself, a proprietary model, that figures out where we should be on that inflation-deflation spectrum. So right now, I believe we're headed towards a deflationary cycle. If you look what's going on with yield spreads, what's going on with break-even spreads, what's going on in high yield, these are some of the examples of my model components. So when I see we're going for a deflationary cycle, I will be holding lots of cash. I will be owning dividend-paying stocks, 
and I'm going to be prepared to short the stock market using inverse ETFs. I'll be shorting high yield. I'll be shorting commodities. This is what this is, but this is where you can't be a stop clock because once the recession becomes manifest and the stock market drops 50% or even greater, then we're going to switch to helicopter money, universal basic income, negative interest rates. You don't want to stay in a deflationary hedge at that juncture. You want to hedge towards inflation. So we're going to move on the other side of that spectrum and own precious metals. Right now, we have about 10% of the port, only 10% of the portfolio in precious metals. And that'll be going up very much, very much increased after the next recession becomes manifest. Yeah, that was my next question of where you see the precious metals, gold and silver going. And you've mentioned mm -hmm. universal basic income a couple of times. Mm -hmm. I can see that they're buttering mm -hmm. people up on the media for this. Uh, <laughs> if you can speak to the precious metals a little bit first and then touch on that, do you think that's a reality? Because I, I could see them greasing the skids for this. Well, that's where the Keynesians want to take us. I mean, if you look at the, the evolution of monetary policy, you know, we, we used to have a Fed funds rate that was around 6%, and they kept on lowering it. A after every iteration of a recession, it went from 6% to 5.25%. Now it's 0%. They really went all the way down. Uh, it was 1% between 2004 and 2000 and, uh, 2003, 2004. Went all the way up to, to 5 and a quarter. Now it's zero. That's the baseline now for interest rates is now zero percent. So the Federal, the Federal Reserve is out of bullets, really. They've already they've already spent all of their ammunition. All they can do now, the next iteration, is not just quantitative easing because quantitative easing involves primary dealers. It involves sending money to private banks and let's see what they would they do with that new credit. No, no, no. That's not going to be good enough to to immediately extricate us from this next recession. They're going to have universal basic income. They're going to circumvent the banking system and monetize treasury debt directly. So the money gets into the, 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 the citizens' hands, the populace, populace's hands immediately. See, these are the kind of things they're going to need to do. Negative interest rates. And that's why they're greasing the skids. Like you said, they're buttering us up. What are they buttering us up for? Why is, why is Mr. Goodfriend now going to be part of the Federal Reserve? You're not going to be able to hoard money. So money is going to be coming, becoming digital. It's going to be, uh, it's going to move along that blockchain. They'll probably have a central bank uh, created public blockchain. And all you can do is spend your money or leave it in the bank and lose interest. It's, it's about control because the one thing you have to agree with me, Michael, the free market is dead. There is no market anymore. They're really, the, there's really, there's only small vestiges of the, of the market. I mean, after all, if you look at, let's just take an example again. I'll bring Japan back into the conversation. What, what would the free market price a Japanese 10-year note? What would that yield be? Would it be zero? Probably not, right? I mean, you have, if you're 250% debt to GDP, would yeah. you, would you, who is buying this other than the Bank of Japan? Would a German 10-year boon be yielding 0.33%? Probably not. Would the Federal Reserve be owning four and a half trillion dollars of mortgage-backed securities and treasuries? Probably not. Would the ten-year note be, be trading at half nominal GDP? Probably not. When it's usually it should be trading at four and a half five percent right now in a free market. But what would that do to the housing market, where it's sitting at record highs, going up six seven percent every year? So the free market cannot – I don't think the free market can ever be allowed to exist without creating a depression on the journey there.
So, um, yeah, central banks are greasing the skids and buttering us up. Their control, uh, albeit extensive as it is now, is going to rapidly increase after the next recession. And you better be prepared for it. And I agree with you on the uh, digitalization of it, too, because, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they roll, they roll out a Fed coin in the next, uh, mm, of in the next couple of, of years or something like that, too. Uh, banks, uh, I don't trust them at all, <laughs> and neither should anyone listening to this. Mm. People having a lot of money in the bank, what advice would you, would, would you give to them? Well, I recommend, you know, um, and speaking my own book here, I recommend a company called Gold Money that enables you to keep your money in gold so you can actually exit the fiat currency regime. So instead of keeping your money in the bank where they can say, hey, by the way, now we're going to a blockchain digital currency, the Fed token that you just mentioned. And instead of um, giving you money, you know, the banks used to give you toasters and nice rates of return when you opened up a savings account. Uh, forget about the toaster. Uh, and instead of giving you, you know, 6% on your money, we're going to actually charge you 6% on your money. So every year, you're going to lose 6% of your principal. There's nothing you can do about it. You have to spend your money. So you're going to create a, the velocity of money will increase, the, the, the monetary base will increase. So what, do you, what are you going to do to protect your purchasing power? You, can, you could take your money out of the banking system, own gold, and spend it using digital gold on a private blockchain. That's what this company that I just mentioned does. So you can, you can now go back to a, uh, a, a, having a currency backed in specie, so a gold-backed currency, and it's even better than ever before because you can spend your gold in fractions of a gram all around the world. So um, you know, this is what, these are some of the things I'm doing to prepare from this eventual collapse of, of the global monetary system. People that have debt outstanding, credit card debts, consumer debt, all of that, what would you advise them to do about that? Well, it's, you know, it's, it, part of me says, hey, just run up your credit card debt because you're, <laughs> they're just going to have to forgive all that debt. Uh, but then interest rates are going to become unglued. So if they don't forgive the debt, you're gonna, your debt service payments are going to skyrocket and you're going to be bankrupt. So I, I mean, you know, do the right thing. Pay down your debts. Be, be off the... Be off the um, the ability of government to, to ruin your future as much as possible. So that's, that's paying down your debts, and that is getting out of um, the fiat currency regime. Both those things are true. And by the way, one thing I want to tell you, make sure I, I, I mention to you, you, you absolutely must get out of the mindset of buying dips and buying and holding both a 64, like this, the typical modern portfolio theory of holding 60% stocks and 40% bonds or some combination of that, depending on your age. It's going to be worse than the 1970s. You know, 1970s bond prices didn't really go anywhere. Um, uh, I'm sorry, bond, uh, uh, the stock market didn't really go anywhere. And you lost a hell of a lot of money if you own bonds. So being diversified, in a balanced, quote unquote, balanced portfolio isn't going to help you if both those of those assets are in a bubble at the same time. And that has never before happened in history, but it's going, it's happened, it's happening now. And when it bursts, you're going to lose money on both sides of it. So the bond prices are going to crash. The yields are going to soar. And as that happens, you're going to lose all your, a significant portion of your savings that are in equities. 
Now, Michael, a core, a core message in our show is to leave families, communities, and the world better than we found it by passing down a mindset, values, and principles to future generations, not just money. So if you cannot pass on any money to future generations, and we're only allowed to pass on three principles to them to build wealth and achieve happiness and success, what would they be? You want me to give you three principles? Well, I would, I would say God, family, is, you know, have, be loyal to your, your spouse, Raise your children well. Uh, God, a God-fearing uh, family is very important. And then be smart and independent about your thought process when it comes to your money. I guess those are my three. Michael, how can my listeners learn more about you, your company, uh, your podcast, and stay informed of all of the projects that you're involved with? Well, they can go to my website, which is pentaport.com. There's a free subscription to my podcast. It costs forty nine ninety nine a year. I put that out every Wednesday. Um, it's about uh, about 15 minutes in length. Of course, you mentioned my book. Thank you very much. Which is the coming bond market collapse? I manage money for a part of uh, my living here, so it's an inflation deflation portfolio. You can email me directly at mpento at pentoport.com. The office number here is 732-772-9500. seven Don't worry about reaching out to us. We won't bite you. We're here to help you, and I think you guys. Uh, We'll be very, very pleased with what we have to offer here. Michael, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your journey and your knowledge and providing so much value for my listeners. This has been a blast connecting. Thank you so much for having me on the program, Michael. Thank you for joining my guest, Michael Pento, and myself on the Cashflow Ninja today. If you like what you hear and appreciate what we're trying to build here at the Cashflow Ninja, please subscribe, rate, and review our show on iTunes and share our show with family, friends, and your network. I'm always trying to learn and improve in every area of my life. So if there's any way that I can provide more value for you and serve you better, please reach out to me at info at cashflowninja.com. If you're not a subscriber to the Cashflow Ninja Gush Good Newsletter, you can sign up for our newsletter at cashflowninja.com or text Cashflow Ninja to 442. Smart investors know that the banks actually don't own most automatic teller machines. In fact, the opportunity for private investment provides stellar passive returns, figures in the double digits, with an added bonus that most of the income is tax-free. Who wants to walk blindly past an ATM and not cash in on that opportunity? ATM machine ownership brings you a steady stream of hands-off passive income. Dave Zook and the Real Asset Investor team have been providing opportunities for investors in this uptrend activity of ATM use. If you are an accredited investor and would like more information on how you can invest in this exclusive asset class that very few investors will ever have access to, you can sign up for your free webinar on how to create income streams from ATMs at cashflowninja.com forward slash real asset investor. Jimmy Freeland and Bob Scott have been in your shoes and have used real estate investing to create passive income and become financially free. In just over three years, they've created a lease option empire with over 170 properties. They can show you how to do the same. To get cash flow within 30 days, go to joinupsproperties.com. You can also check them out on YouTube. Just search joinups properties or call Jimmy and Bob at 314-799-2247. The wealthiest investors on the planet know how to capture their wealth and leverage it to perpetually grow it. If you're interested in learning the premier strategies of the wealthiest individuals and families on the planet, you can access an educational webinar at cashflowninja.com forward slash be the bank. That's our show for today, everyone. Until next time, live a life of passion and purpose on your terms. 
This presentation is for educational and informational purposes only. The information being presented and considered does not consider your particular financial objectives or situation, and it does not make personalized recommendations. This material is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified tax and legal advisor or other qualified professionals, and you should not use the information in place of a customized consultation with a licensed professional regarding your specific personal financial objectives, situation, and needs. We believe the information provided is reliable, but we do not guarantee its accuracy, timeliness, or completeness.